It is time for the second episode of our newest feature on Morning Focus, the Village Tour. With the Village Tour, we here at Morning Focus are aiming to highlight the smaller villages and townlands around the county. By doing this, we hope to showcase their unique character while also bringing their diversity and individuality to life for you, the listener. During each episode of Village Tour, I chat with three people from a particular village or townland in Clare, from locals and business owners to those involved with local sports clubs, community representatives and much more besides. So let's listen to our second episode of The Village Tour in which I pay a visit to Shannon. This feature, The Village Tour, is funded by Commission Naman with a television licence fee. I am in Shannon for the second instalment of Village Tour. I'm in the Wolf Tones GA Club where I'm joined by... Hi, I'm Derek Barris. I've been living in Shannon since 1967. I've been involved in many of the groups within the town, but I suppose since the age of 10 or 11, Shannon Musical Society and for the last 15 years with Shannon Gospel Choir. But I'd have also been involved with the uh, Chamber of Commerce and also the Venue Project over the last number of years. Okay, you're well embedded in the community here. So, And uh, you're not the only Derek here. We've another one. Uh, my name is uh, Derek Clune. I'm from Rowanie County Clare originally and I moved to Shannon in 1977. Uh, reared a family here. I got a job here in SPS and since I retired in 2016 I've got involved in a lot of volunteering in the town. At the moment I'm chairperson of the Shannon Tidy Towns, uh, chairperson of the Cronin Residents Association, secretary of the Shannon Min Shed and a board member of our new community uh, group, the Shannon Community Partnership. Sounds like you're busier than uh, when you were actually actively working. Actually, I'm way more busy, way more busy. Le- got enough hours in the day. <laughs> <laughs> you managed to fit it all in anyway. And uh, we have a third guest. I'm Elaine Dunlan, and I own Tea and Tones Cafe here in Multones Jay Club. And I've been involved in Multones Jay Club for the last God, years, good couple of years now, in through different fundraising committees and the executive committee. My kids have grown up here through the club, so I, I know a lot about the club and how, how it goes. Brilliant. Uh, well, we've picked three great guests by the sounds of it. You're all well connected in various aspects of, uh, of Shannon. Derek Barrett, first, tell us a little bit about, you know, the musical society, uh, the gospel choir, you know, how, how many members, roughly how many members they have, I suppose, how active they are in the community and well, the contribution they make as well. I suppose with um, the musical society, first and foremost, uh, it would have been my parents, Kitty and Gus Barrett, Kieran O'Gorman, Breed O'Gorman, Aidan and Anne White. They were the founder members of it in 1978 and the first show that they put on was Oklahoma and uh, I would have been in that as well <laughs> as, a, as a 10 or 11 year old um, and I suppose that was a big thing for the, the town at the time because there would have been very few social activities it, you know everybody that arrived in the town uh, had no roots here they had come from somewhere else into the town so it was a good way of meeting people uh, through I suppose, song and dance. And you had every, you know, people from the four corners of Ireland in uh, trying to put on American accents in, uh, <laughs> in denim jeans and Czech shirts. Um, How did the, the American accents work out? Well, they were, uh, they were interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> no, but it was, it was a, a great social uh, activity. Um, very little to do in the evenings. You know, there was always work here around that time as well. Um, so in the evening time was, was the, the, the gap. So things like the Music Society, you know, brought people out in the winter months and uh, it gave them a, a, a good pastime, but a chance to network and meet people. 
Um, so the, the Music Society, I think they've had 43 productions since then. Um, and it's one of the biggest events of the year in the town because about 2,000 people come to see the show every year. Um, it's held in St. Patrick's Comprehensive since 1979. And um, uh, they convert the school gym into a makeshift theatre, hiring in tiered seating, um, getting lights and sound uh, contracted in and uh, they really put on great productions and have won numerous awards over the years um, the likes of Aidan Fox would have been best overall performer my father would have been that for Fiddler and Tevye he played uh, Adele McFadden but in terms of best show best choreography, best visuals um, I would have been reared into it uh, as well as my sister uh, and uh, most people most people involved meet a partner there so I married uh, Karen I think Carousel uh, was our first show a lot of people uh, make friends lifelong friends but also lifelong partners uh, in, in musical groups and I suppose the other thing is uh, my two children were reared into it as well uh, they, they, their, one of their first shows was um, Children of Eden and Seussical um, but it was the next generation and, and quite a number of the people you know, the, the original members had grandchildren perform in, in the shows, the likes of the Means, the McNeilises, uh, I know I'm forgetting a few but uh, the likes of Foxes as well their generations would have, would have come through and, um, and even in this show I think uh, Aidan and Anne-Marie Fox and the two daughters Sally and Julita are in the show and my wife and my son and my daughter are in the show as well so there's a lot of um, family involvement as you know within productions there are about 80 or 90 people involved in the production that goes uh, goes on every year because you have a cast of maybe 40 uh, a, a stage crew of 10 backstage crew of another eight or nine and then you've got front of house which bring people in and out safely um, so it's a huge operation um, as I say it's one of the biggest events in the town uh, in terms of uh, people coming to, to, to see a production um, and generally every year it washes its face um, it's not about making money it's about making sure the costs are covered but with the likes of hiring and seating for the bones of 10 grand and lights for eight or nine and you know it's an expensive uh, production so it can be anything up to 50 60 thousand to put on a show well that's serious money but uh, as you say it mostly washes its face and just provides that it sounds like an essential kind of creative outlet and, and a, a community th initiative that um, can bring people together absolutely like you know shannon's a fantastic town um it's so well catered for, look at this facility, you know, the, the GAA, the soccer, the rugby. But if you don't play sport, there isn't as many outlets. Mm -hmm. And the kind of musical society, you know, if you're into acting, if you're into singing, if you're into dancing, it's kind of a mixture of all those. Or if you're anyway creative, you can get involved in the creative process, be it set design, painting, set construction, uh, musicians as well. You know, it's just another outlet, and it's it's in winter months as well, which is a good time to have it. And I suppose that you also have to mention the likes of news uh, um, productions that that kind of cross over between musical and drama. You know, they they do a couple of productions every year, a couple of plays, and maybe a musical every second year. You know, and it just shows the appetite that's there. Like we're we're passing back and forth members uh, between ourselves, but also a, a lot of our members and maybe members from Limerick and Ennis come come to our show and we go and perform 
in their shows as well. So there's a bit of a crossover and a, a cross-pollination uh, because if you're into the scene or you're into the performance side of things, you know, you just want to do more of it. So it is a, a, a great, um, a great organisation. And regardless of whether you're talented as a performer, th- there's some place within the production that can use your talent. Well, Shannon Musical Society sounds like one of the few uh, community groups or initiatives that Derek Clune isn't involved with. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, uh, some of the groups that you're involved with and the part they play in, uh, I suppose, Shannon life? After I retired in the first group, I got involved with uh, when I felt, uh, what would I going to do with myself after 45 years in the workforce was the uh, Shannon Min Shed. And uh, I suppose a lot of people uh, thought, what is this mean shed about? Do they go, go down to the shed and sit down and do, just look at one another and do their thing? But when I went down to it, I realised what a fantastic uh, organisation they are and what a fantastic facility is. it is for retired, uh, unemployed, even men with disabilities. Uh, we're all about inclusion, not exclusion. Uh, the people who go down there, uh, we meet twice a week down with the premises that we have leased from Shannon Commercial, long-term lease from Shannon Commercial Properties, fantastic facility, and come down for the cup of tea. And always the saying is men mightn't talk face to face, but they do shoulder to shoulder. And they come down the cup of tea, the chat. We have uh, two workshops. We have some people who prefer to just have the chat and the laugh and the crack, play a game of cards. Uh, but we have two workshops al- also. And we have another group of people who like to get involved in the practical side of things. And we do lots of different projects for schools. Maybe fix a bench. We did body benches for schools. We, outside in Kilkishan, a woman asked us to make some... She had a hedgehog hospital. And we to make some cages to, for, the, for the hedgehogs while she was nursing them back to full health. So we made ten cages. We made body benches for schools. And uh, people might come to us with a bench to repair... You know, small projects. We don't interfere in big projects uh, cut across businesses, you know, tradesmen or anything like that. So we stick to the small projects. But we've always, there's always active. We have wood turning machines, laid machines, and we do courses, wood turning courses, health and safety, men's health programs. So it's, we're very active and it's a great uh, facility to have in Shannon. And we're so, so delighted we have it. Okay, so that's the, 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 the men's shed. <laughs> what, what else? Uh, uh, subsequently, after that, I got involved in the Shannon Tidy Towns in 2018 and uh, after one year I took over the secretary's job and uh, this year I took over as chairperson. The Shannon Tidy Towns are a very active organisation. Shannon is a big uh, area, very, you know, sprawl, a sprawling area with a lot of green space and we have, you know, we do little picking. Uh, two years ago we came up with a biodiversity action plan for the green spaces in Shannon. And last year was the first phase of it. We planted 2,500 trees. Uh, now in 2022, we planted another 25 last year, and we've 25 again this year, which will be delivered in January, the end of January. So that will be over 6,000 uh, trees we'll have planted in Shannon over the last three years, and our aim is to plant 20,000. Uh, we've also applied some funding for the community action grant that's available, so we're going to make uh, a little, about 15 uh, all-pollinator-friendly annual bulbs in them that will create a pollinator corridors for our, for our wildlife, our bees, which is so important now uh, in, with climate change and all that. Uh, but last year, uh, we won our first time, we won the bronze medal in the Tidy Towns competition. 
and this year we retained that and we gained 17 pints and as well as that for our three awards we won the national uh, overall award for the tree project so a very active group great people involved great camaraderie and people really in, it, say why should people say why should you why should I pick up someone else's litter well we say it's not what as, as John F. it's not what Shannon can do for you what you can do for Shannon and that's what's important and we go out and do our bit on a voluntary basis, week in, week out, to make Shannon a cleaner and more environmentally friendly town for all the inhabitants of the town. Brilliant stuff. You're doing great work. We're halfway through your CV now, so uh, let's move on. Well, the, 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 I suppose the smallest role I have, and it's a very important role as well, is I'm chairman of my local res- Grown and Residence Association, the housing estate, just across here from the G8 Club. And it's a big housing estate. We have 248 houses uh, with a lot of open space, so there's a lot of maintenance issues, potholes, footpaths repair, grass cutting. So we advocate and we work with the council in trying to solve the many issues that a housing estate of that size can bring. But uh, we've an active association and we've made good progress and it's, uh, it's great for uh, any housing estate to have their own residence association, their own people on the ground and all the issues and we have a, a neighbourhood watch scheme as well, we liaise with our community guard. So it has made a big difference to the estate. It's cleaner, safer, and uh, it's, it's continuing on to make great progress, and we're ha- very happy with, the, with, the, with, the, with it. We're not done yet. <laughs> uh, and I suppose a, a very important uh, one that I've got involved in in the last three years is the development of a re- community representative group for Shannon. It's something that Shannon n- never had before. We had, a town co- we had a town council up to about 2010, maybe, to, I can't uh, the exact year, but it, they were abolished after the crash, I think, to 2010, 12. And basically, there was no community uh, group to, to, to fight for Shannon and, and, and support Shannon. And in 2019, I suppose, with all the issues that came with the first master plan 2008 going by the board another master plan 2012 nothing came of it and uh, Derek mentioned the venue project that didn't work out either so we felt there was a strong need for the community to come together so we started off in 2019 with Love Shannon group uh, COVID came then and it kind of threw a wobble in the in, it kind of threw a wobble in spanner in the works so after COVID we stand, uh, the Shannon, Low Shannon became the Low Shannon Community Council. And I suppose the most important part of it was to get the community buy-in. Like towns and villages all over Ireland for the last 15, 20 years have community councils, representative groups. So in Shannon, to start that off, it wasn't easy. So we decided to go back to basic and start from scratch again and we got a facilitator in with some funding from Clare Local Development Company, uh, Sinead Doody who owns her own consultancy firm. Now Sinead is a Shannon woman born in Shannon lives in Clare Castle and she has for the last year and a half she has worked with us in getting our structures, our mission statement, our constitution. So we had a launch in November 2023 where 130 people attended, which was a, a great turnout. And, but the crucial part of, of this exercise is the next stage, which is going to be the launch of the network group. And what the network group will entail is bringing the community of Shannon together, uh, young, P, young youth groups, 
all group, uh, elderly people and everything in between, minority groups, ethnic groups, people with disabilities, uh, to come together and in a collaborative way to advocate for services, infrastructure, facilities for Shannon that at the moment we don't have. And uh, I suppose that's the one thing that the town has been probably lacking down the years. We've had, I suppose Shannon, like, uh, it reminds me of the three stools. You had the airport, and three-legged stool. You had the airport, the industrial estate, and the town. Now, the industrial estate and the airport were the economic drivers of the whole region. And only for them, we wouldn't probably be sitting here talking anyway. But the town, being the third part of it, felt that it was uh, kind of safe afterthought, yes. It it definitely was neglected and it was left behind. So we feel that with this new community partnership uh, we're setting up that we'll have a community group to bring these issues to the fore with our public representatives and join with the business community and all the other uh, groups to, to advocate for Shannon with our political representatives we work with Clare County Council, state agencies, government agencies, government departments. Now, progress, uh, there was a lot of pessimism, pessimism because with all these projects that had came about, came on board and never seen the light of day. But there is positivity coming on board. There's, other, there's projects starting up. Uh, Clare Care, a site bought in Shannon in 2016, and now at the moment they are, uh, they are doing the planning and the design of the building, and which is Clare Care is a fantastic facility. They employ 400 people in Clare with a range of services like home care, daycare, family support, addiction services. And a town like Shannon, I suppose, with the size and the population it is, is crying out for a facility like that. And Clare Care are delighted to be coming to Shannon to provide that for the people of Shannon. Okay, well, that'll be a, a great addition to the offering in Shannon. And I think we'll return to this theme in the second part where we talk about what the future holds for Shannon and in terms of positives connected to that. Uh, maybe to finish off this first part, Elaine, tell us a little bit about Teen Tones and also the GEA club here as well and, and the part that plays in the community. Teen Tones really works well with, the, with Wolf Tones GEA club now here because we serve all the teams and everything, their food when, after matches or during, like we've, the Junior Beats have a big match semi-final tomorrow. Munster semi-finals so they'll be coming in for breakfast before they go and it's just that bit of a hub that gets all, everyone together. We do a lot of catering events like funerals, christenings, everything in between. It's like it's the place to go now at the moment like, because we can cater from 20 to 200 with, this, with the GA bar here it's, it, the Goldpost Bar, it's a fantastic size venue and loads of space and it's safe for kids which is really like when you look outside it's all locked in, the kids can go outside and you can sit here and watch them it's, it's just a community base where people can come together and a lot of people, we're finding a lot of the older members are coming back, they mightn't be interested in the bar side of it, but they'd like to meet up for a coffee in there and, they, and it's just giving life to the club during the daytime like really more so than anything else but the Wiltones here now like, it's a fantastic club they have um, they, like, they really do so much for the community over the years like, like every year we do there's different fundraisings for different um, clubs who come in here because of the AstroTurf and the pitch and the bar they'd bring it all in together and there'd be a lot of factories coming down for abandoned sessions, abandoned days and all that kind of stuff. So it brings a lot of people in and uh, like we just do darkness into light goes from here. Um, there'd be a lot of memorial tour- tournaments out in the goalpost, out in the AstroTurf there, sorry. 
and um, even in here in the bar a lot of the soccer clubs and, and rugby clubs would have had functions over the years here for fundraising and that so it brings the whole community in here together it's not just the GA club like we've gotten a sense from the three of you so far that there's a lot happening in Shannon uh, what you know when, when you think of the the town and and what it has to offer both to locals but even maybe in terms of amenities or other things or events that happen that would attract people in from other areas what comes to mind? Definitely the sporting side is, is well catered for and you know there is a thriving um, between home and away teams coming in and out so there's a lot of activity on the sporting side. Uh, on the community side one of the things that I, I'd mentioned I was involved in uh, the Shannon venue when when I came to Shannon in 1967 we would have had a community hall you know it was in Drumgeely and you know you had your communion there you had your feshes there you had your scouts there and that kind of disappeared and what happened with with Shannon over the years is uh, as it grew it actually became fractured because a housing estate or a block of residential units would be built further and further east so there was nothing in the centre to tie it together we have a a shopping centre which was the town centre but we missed community infrastructure so Tying into what Derek said about 2012, a civic centre that was on the 2008 plan disappeared. So me and uh, uh, Kevin Thompson and Owen Hockter got together to try and develop a multifunctional community civic and arts centre. And I won't go into the long story, it's about eight or ten years of, of torture, but at the end of it all, Clare County Council appeared to have committed to developing the One Shannon Hub, which is exactly what we wanted to do. And I suppose they're going a step further because they'll be controlling it, which suits us even more so. So if that happens, you know, Shannon will have uh, a bit of a destination after five o'clock in the evening because, you know, 10,000 people come in to work every day and 8,000 go home. And it's not in in Shannon. And there's nothing really of, you know, in the evening, winter evenings, that kind of thing. So the One Shannon Hub would be because it's I think there's going to be a library it'll be Shannon Municipal District offices, it'll have a performance space it'll have rooms, meeting rooms, that kind of thing so those are the things that bring people together and our whole notion when we were talking about the venue project is that you cross pollinate between somebody who's going to a camera club, someone who's dropping off the kids to a dance lesson you you just never know, you're missing that connection because uh, activities tend to happen in all different locations four corners of the town so it'd be good to have a place where people can come and go uh, and meet and integrate so uh, that'll be you know the future looks bright if that happens what we don't want to happen is for that plan to be left on a shelf which is what has happened all along it'll remain a plan till it finds its foot in the ground you know so we're, we're very hopeful on that but Shannon does have a lot to offer because of the diversity of groups the, the community groups be it be it um, camera club scouts musical another guy that's worth mentioning is uh damien o'rourke dukes he's known as he's developed um a wings festival which uh, is happening i think uh, the middle of february and it's just a diversity you know he's he's very encouraging for young people to get involved in music and gives them opportunities to perform at a very basic level and then grow and you can see the likes of fionn hayes um he's six month bridge queen area but 
we would have had uh, camera footage of him at nine years of age drumming a guitar, and now he's he owns the stage wherever you know he's a real uh, a real fantastic entertainer. But those kind of things are, are good for the town because it'll, again it'll bring people in. Uh, in 2016, 2017, we had a Shannon Festival which kind of tried to recreate that. He had a, a, a extreme uh, structures tent uh, in the town square just in front of uh, Shannon Development's former Shannon Development's building. But, you know, there, there would have been Paddy Casey, Mundy, David Hope, One September reformed the original lineup, and Big Generator. You know, great weekend, two weekends of entertainment. So it, it kind of showed the people of Shannon what it would be like for, if, if we did have a one Shannon Hope. That's what it, the thought process behind it was. But there, there, there is a lot happening. Um, and it... it it looks like it's going to improve with new um, retail coming into the town as well. There, there, there's apparently a big announcement to be made, um, a new retailer coming into town, and they're moving some retailers around to create space for that. So there's, there's good news stories coming, and, you know, uh, the, the rising tide lifts all ships. You know, we're hoping that it'll encourage more people to come to the town and visit the town and stay in the town. Clearly, there's so much happening in the town, and there, there, it seems everything you're involved with and what you mentioned there, Derek, there is a real sense of community in Shannon. But because it's so sprawling, you need something like that hub, or just in lieu of a town centre, some focal point to enhance that feeling of unity and one. And this is, you know, we are a, a community, even though it's like a, a ten thousand plus people here. Absolutely, and, and uh, you don't know whether you're looking back through rose-tinted glasses, but when when people came, as I had mentioned earlier from all corners of Ireland and corners of the world, really, because, you know, we were a multicultural town before anybody knew it, you know, between Chileans, between uh, people coming down from the north that had to leave, Syrians, uh, Ukrainians. You know, we've always been that welcoming town, uh, but the services need to be there to help them out. But it is... It is um, it's a town that's always been welcoming to people from wherever they come from, backgrounds or whatever. But it was a great place for me to grow up and it was a great place for my family to grow up. And I only have positive things to say, but we all wanted to be better. We all wanted to improve and you're trying to recreate the sense of the 60s and 70s where everybody was starting out, everybody was in the same boat and they were creating GA clubs, creating community groups, creating you know, parishes even. And that kind of reinvention is, is in Shannon's DNA as well because we've always had to do it, be, be it even you look at the industrial estate, you look at the airport. Over the last 10, 15 years, that's completely transformed. But as Derek had mentioned earlier, you know, that, that's two, two cogs or two uh, stu- feet on the stool. They, ha- they need to look after the town. In fairness, Clare County Council seem to be attacking those things now they took over the town in 2004 and it was very slow to, to take real ownership of it but they seem to be making steps and making progress um, I just want them to follow through on it Okay, well, that, that We shall see but hopefully that is the case and, and, and Derek Lim, just to follow on from that I mean what would you say to someone if you were trying to sell Shannon to them uh, you know the positives aside from as I say, what you're all involved with. And maybe you might, I don't know if you want to expand a little bit upon the point. Uh, it was something I was actually going to mention to you, but uh, Derek has beaten me to it as the rich multicultural a- aspect to Shannon, because when I recently visited the Mark and Fergus, I asked them about new arrivals from other countries and 
you know what positive part that had played and how integration was going and um, and so on. But of course, Shannon, as, as Derek alluded to, is ahead of the curve in that re- respect. And is that another positive that Shannon has? There's just such variety, be it in terms of cultures, and then what comes with that: food, la- uh, language, or sports, or music, or arts. Oh, most definitely. And when I came to Shannon first, I say from a rural part of County Clare. We didn't really know much about other cultures or multicultures. And it's been in Shannon from day one when the Chilean people came. And ever since, whether it is in, from people from India, Pakistan, Syria, Iran, uh, and now Ukraine, they have came to Shannon, been made welcome and integrated. That was, the most, I suppose, the most important part, that they integrated into the community and got involved. Like, in the tidy towns, we had... We had Syrian people coming out volunteering with us, Ukrainian people coming out volunteering with us. And when you get to the, you know, there's a fear, of, a lot of people in Ireland seem to be the fear of the unknown when yeah. these people come in. But I think to be very good, if every town and village that, had, that, that was taking in these people, there'd be some kind of a, a facilitator there to work with both groups to come together. Because it's the fear of the unknown. A lot of people seem to be the problem. That, oh, who are they? Where did they come from? What are they about? But in Shannon, we seem to have uh, cracked that and that we have uh, met the people, introduced ourselves, they've introduced themselves to us and they've integrated. And as a result of that, that fear goes, disappears, and everybody just gets on so well together. But I suppose what helps that is that they were coming in from the kind of step one of the town's foundation, so it was all in it together as opposed to now we're maybe arriving to communities that have been there for decades and so on. Yes, I suppose, yes, and I think that's an important point, that there should be some kind of a, a liaison person to liaise between community and, and new groups that's coming into the town. And, and if that was done, I think a lot of the problems that we're experiencing now I would say, and gone away a bit from Shannon, but a lot of the problems we're experiencing across the country at the moment, I think that could be allayed. Uh, notwithstanding the, the issues that are, uh, any town or else is having, but I think that could be allayed with, with the proper communication and liaison. Getting back to Shannon and what's, and things that are in Shannon, probably that people, people would look at Shannon and say, as far as tourism is concerned... I mean, the airport, a huge, huge, huge string to your bow. Huge string to our bow. And uh, we have some fantastic facilities. We have the river, fantastic facility, the, the Shannon uh, Loop Walk, which is, takes in all the Shannon estuary, five-kilometre loop walk that goes right out to the estuary. And uh, that is such a fabulous facility. And people are starting to get to know more about it. We're start, a lot of development is happening up there. There's picnic benches gone in there. The Clare County Council are now putting in outdoor gym equipment in various locations around it. The work is starting on the embankments. The planning has gone in. The money is, is, has been allocated. And probably a game-changer in that will be this part of the embankments that the Greenway is going to start. And that will be running from Shannon to Bunrassi and on to Six Mile Bridge. So that would uh, really open up the, the tourism aspect of the Liverloop Walk. We, we're proposing to put in some barbecue stations, uh, bird washing stations. The, the, the estuary has the biggest species of migrating birds, I think, in Ireland that come to nest. And uh, it could be a great uh, place, place 
for bird watching and, and put in bird watching stations. So that could be and uh, another organisation here in Shenandoah, Nashona, are uh, redeveloping the Hastings Cottage Cottage project, which has huge significance, historical significance, and significance for the local community in the heritage of the town and how life was in rural Ireland years ago before any Shannon ever came to be. And the, the historical importance of it, where one of the uh, the lead, the, the highest ranking. A member of the British Army, uh, General Lucas, was uh, held captive in Hastings Farmhouse for a number of days during the the War of Independence. So that is huge, and and they're uh, they're going to redevelop the cottage to what it was when it was uh, uh, when the last of the Hastings family uh, left the cottage in around the 1960s, and that would be part of the River Loop Park as well. The other thing, I suppose, they, that the, our park run we started. About three years ago, it's grown from strength to strength. It happens every morning at 9.30, Saturday, every Saturday morning, 9.30. And it takes in the River Loop walk as well. And people run, jog, or walk, whichever they like. And it's grown from strength to strength. And there's up to maybe 200 people now participating in that. And people come from outside the town. People who are staying in the hotels overnight, whether they're uh, moving on some places to fly into Shannon, stay in Shannon overnight, or they come in for the night before to fly back. They all love to come up and partake in the, the park run. Uh, I suppose another lovely facility we have, which is probably a bit under radar, is the Shannon Aviation Museum here in Smithstown, uh, where uh, people can go. It's a fantastic facility to visit, where you can learn all the history of aviation. And uh, they also have a flight simulator, where you can take the reins of a, a, a jumbo jet and land, it, land in Shannon Airport. So that's a fantastic facility and we're hoping to expand that and maybe so people that come to Bunratty, they go to the Folk Park, maybe the castle, they could take in this facility as well, which is only three three kilometres up the road from Shannon. And I suppose our our new group, especially now, the, the Shannon Community Partnership, and I just want to stress the importance of our network meeting which is taking place on the 20th of February where we want all groups to come together to work collaboratively to advocate for what we need in Shannon and Derek has spoken eloquently about what we do need and this is a chance for people now to come together and promote Shannon and work together because if we don't do it nobody else is going to do it for us. Maybe the lads have stolen all the great things about <laughs> Shannon from you Elaine but if you were you know someone was asking you what you'd recommend about Shannon what comes to mind? I've grown up in Shannon all my life and um, loved Shannon, married my children here and the schools are fantastic. The GA club, like, um, I remember being down here years ago in academy and there was a mother coming in with a child and the child was just so overwhelmed with everything. I was saying, just keep bringing them back, keep bringing them back. And it's just that community that they had somewhere to go and it was a great place to meet people, just to come in and even stand there with other parents watching their kids playing or whatever. We're introducing now a pilot programme where they're doing called All Stars so it's going to be for um, children of special needs. So there's 20 kids already signed up for it, so that's starting in, towards the end of February, I think. That's going to be a great hub for somewhere to come, for parents to come, have a cup of tea while their children are being catered for outside and minded outside. And, you know, it's just, it's just a different, something different for, for people at Shannon. Like. But um, all my life, it's just that it, it does have a community spirit. It really, like, the GA is the heart of the community in, in any town or village but like there's something for everybody you have rugby the musical society is massive like there's so much going on the, the park run we get an awful lot of the park run run 
in hereafter that they're run. And it's amazing the last couple of weeks that we've found people are flying in from Liverpool and London and everything, and they're literally flying in that morning, doing the run, and flying back out that evening, which is fascinating. Like. It's almost like they're coming just for the park yeah, run. That, that's all they are. That they're is, they're coming for the park run specifically. Just, just for the park oh. run. They're, we've had um, Liverpool... Uh, Two weeks ago, I think there was a gang here from Liverpool, about 20 of them, literally in all their gear, came in, had their tea, coffee, sandwiches, then they asked where, how to get the bus into Limerick. They got the bus into Limerick and they came back out, um, flew back out again that evening. That was it, the one bag with them, that was it, just for the day. That's but, incredible, isn't it? But they apparently have, with the park run, they do it from all over, they all have these groups and they go to different venues. It's fantastic, it's, it's actually a great setup because it's be- it is a beautiful spot. The river walk is fabulous up there. And um, fair play to them, like they're doing great work up there with, with that group. But um, they come in here afterwards for tea and coffee and just have the chat. And it's just more of a social event for a lot of people as well. You, can, you don't have to run it, you can walk it as well. And I think that's the lot of thing. It's just the community, getting more people in the community together and that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? It's fantastic. But here, like within the club itself, like the, the memorial tournaments that have gone on here throughout the year for different, for different people's families... Do you know that they're trying to do fundraisers for... We have a fundraiser coming up now in a couple of weeks and it's for Milford Hospice and that'll be another big one, a race night. Like. So there's always something going on and it's just it's a great place for the community to come together and give back into the community. They're all, you know, they're constantly giving back and that's one thing. If ever there's... Like even here when we were doing fundraising, we did a big fundraiser here last, last year at Green Mile... You went to the factories and the other businesses around, they all support it. It's fantastic, like, to give, you know, and it's so hard to be given out, small business especially, given out all the time, given to this, you know, but they all, they, do, they all give a small bit, but it's fantastic. Every little bit helps, and, you know, that's, it, that's just what community is all about, is getting people together. And Our time's come to an end, but I think we've got a real sense that despite its sprawling geographical nature, there's so much going on in Shannon. Um, if people are flying in from Liverpool and further afield specifically to take part in a park run it's definitely got a lot happening and there's a real sense of community despite the, the, the sprawling nature of the town thank you so much for having me here Elaine Donnellan, uh, Derek Barrett and Derek Clune thanks guys and uh, I think our listeners have gotten a real sense of the, how great Shannon is uh, we'll see in the next instalment of Village Tour whether our next location can compete with Shannon but uh, for the moment thanks very much for joining us